Actually, this is as real as it gets. Hey, this is Marcia Prince, IFBB Bikini Pro and Guest Berry Nutrition Spokesmodel, and you are listening to the UCW Radio Show, In Your Face. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio, In Your Face. Welcome to the UCW Radio Show and Lights, Camera, Action. Today we have an awesome guest. You know, she is, uh, she's been involved in reality TV going back to uh, 2003. She was on Big Brother, Big Brother All-Stars, and her experience actually has made her a key person in casting for reality show television. You know, just such as, you know, The Bachelor, Millionaire Matchmaker, uh, Tabitha's Salon Takeover, uh, so on and so forth. You know, she's fantastic. Uh, she's with Casting Duo. And her name's Erica Landon. And in case you don't know her, just go to uh, Big Brother 4. Yep, that's the same Erica. And she's on the show. She's uh, actually on hold, waiting to come on the show. So without further ado... Let's bring on, straight from L.A., Erica Landon. <laughs> Erica, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm, I'm excited to have you on here. Your uh, just what I know of it, is very interesting, without a doubt. Well, thank you. Uh, Thanks. I mean, people, I guess a lot of people know you from uh, reality TV, but that's not where you started. That's, it's not actually where I started. If, if you would have told me I was going to end up casting reality TV, I would have looked at you like you were crazy. Actually, I started as a professional ballet dancer and modern dancer when I lived in New York. And I moved out to Los Angeles to kind of pursue that. And, you know, got kind of, I did a few things, got kind of burnt out. I mean, I had been dancing my whole life since I was three. Um, and then kind of realized that I needed to retire from dancing and, I thought, like, the, you know, the, the natural thing for me was to start teaching Pilates, which I loved. And I, I taught Pilates for, like, 10 years. Okay. Um, and then I, such a strange story, I started dating um, someone that was on the first season of Big Brother, who was Josh, and I, he, he was the second-place winner. Okay. And so he kind of got me hooked on the show. We watched the second season together. And I said, you know, I looked at him and I said, I think I, think I could like, do okay on this show. <laughs> and he's like, they would love you. Let's make a video. So I made a video. This actually, we'd watched two seasons. And I made a video and I sent it in and they called me two days later. And the rest is, as they say, history. So that's kind of like my story. That's kind of how I got into reality TV. And then when I was going through the process, of, you know, being on Big Brother, I found that whole process really fascinating. You know, getting to meet all these great people with, you know, such different stories. And I thought, like, this could kind of be an interesting, you know, career for me if I kind of got into this. Because, you know, I, I kind of knew both sides. Like, I knew what it was to be on the side of being a contestant, and I kind of knew what producers and casting directors were looking for. Right. So... I um, I had a friend who was Mark Burnett's right-hand man, and I said, could you, like, introduce me to someone in casting? He was like, of course, I'll introduce you to the woman that cast for Survivor and the Amazing Race. 
so that's when I met Lynn Spillman, who is my mentor, um, and I started recruiting for her for Survivor, and that was in 2003. That was right after my first season of Big Brother, so I've been doing casting ever since. Oh, wow. And so you had, uh, I mean, that firsthand experience of going through the process kind of puts you, uh, I guess, in a category above most in uh, casting uh, for reality series. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people, you know, when they hire me, they say, you know, it's good that you kind of have the experience, you know, of being on a show because you can kind of guide these people and, you know, they trust you and they, you know, and it, it's true, you know, when I talk to people about being on the show, I say, listen, if you, if you, a lot of people ask me questions like, well, how am I going to get edited and da, da, da. And I'm like, listen, if you're the type of person that is worried about how you're going to look, you know, you have to be an open book to be on reality TV. You right. have to just kind of be that person that's not afraid to have other people judge you. Right. So, so yeah. So I guess I'm I'm pretty good at, at kind of guiding people. So. Well, I think that gives you an not. I think that gives you an edge because you know. Totally. Yeah, because if somebody is is going to and they they're they're applying to cast for a reality show okay let's say if i was doing it and i didn't know anything about it and i was like oh my god what what if what if this happens right a casting director that hasn't been through it you know i'm not going to believe them as much as i would believe you (laughs) (laughs) right right no it's true you know having that experience has really you know helped me in my career and you know getting people to to be on shows and helping them be good on shows and the, the whole nine. It's funny because uh, a funny story. I was on my Facebook and a picture of Colton that was on Survivor last season. He popped up and it jogged my memory that he had written me two years ago on Facebook. And he, you know, he's asking me all these questions. And I usually try to get back to all the people that read me on Facebook because it's sometimes it's impossible. But you know, he wrote me such a nice email, and you know, I gave him all this advice, and it just like jogged my memory. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's the same Colton that wrote me. And he had such a great story. So, and, you know, there he is. He's, he was on Survivor, and he was great. Well, you, I mean, I think that I think that people that are looking to get involved in reality TV, you know, some people get lucky. You know, like you have, uh, like, the Jersey Shore, that type of thing. That's, like, pure, unadulterated luck. Um, right. <laughs> but, you know, those that are looking to get casted in, uh, in established, uh, you know, reality shows like Survivor, things like that, it's, it's always better, I think, to uh, kind of follow in the footsteps and, and get guided by someone that's been there. Because when, when you're getting casted, you know, you, it, you have to put on a show. Totally. Right. I mean, it's, it's, about, yeah. it's about viewership and people have to be interested in you. Sure. I mean, I think it's a good strategy. It was a good strategy for Colton to, you know, to reach out to me and say, what do I do? What do I say? You know, I said he had such an interesting story already. It, it was almost, you know, kind of easy for him. But it's, it's a good, you know, it's a good way to go if you want to be a show is to reach out to someone that's already done a show and or especially a show that you want to be on. He actually really wanted to be on Big Brother. So that's why he reached out to me. Well, I mean, Big Brother, Survivor, I mean, those are like intense reality shows. Yes, yeah. they are. I mean, you're talking about <laughs> long, long-term commitments. <laughs> yes. They are. You know, it's funny when I, when I would cast, when I cast Survivor, 
I, you know, I always take the women because I don't even think I could do it. You know, if I don't have a snack within three hours, I'm, I'm really, I'm not a fun person to, to be around. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I always tell them, I'm like, this is going to be the hardest thing. You're, think of the hardest thing you've ever done and then times that by a thousand. You're going to be cold. You're going to be wet. You're going to be starving. And they're like, no, I got it. I got it. I'm like, just remember my words in your head when you're out there that this is going to be so hard. So, you have to you be, know, that's usually yeah, kind of like how I go about talking to people about these shows because it is, it's harder, it's so much harder than anyone thinks. Yeah, I mean, since, again, it's not as easy as just going in there and saying, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to act like a fool on TV and it's going to be mm-hmm. okay and I'm going to get through it. It becomes a mental right. thing because you're you're not watching yourself on television. You're right. You're kind of in, in the environment, and yeah, you're living it. Yeah, so yeah, I think that uh, if you, um, I guess if you're not going about things the right way, you can kind of, you know, uh, fall off the reservation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, people, yeah, definitely. People have snapped. I've seen it. You know, it does happen. Uh, but at the end, you know, it's, it's, I always say, don't don't judge people when you watch them on reality shows. Sorry, there's a helicopter going That's... right over my work. Um, but I always tell people, don't judge people when you see them on shows because they're really stripped of everything, and you know, they're really not themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's hard to like kind of tell people what it's like to be on Big Brother. I mean, you are you're stripped from everyone that you know and love. You, you have no outside contact. And here comes another helicopter. <laughs> I'm right in the middle of Hollywood, so. Yeah, but that, that they're looking for you. In a good way. In a good way. You got to wave to the helicopters. Hello, guys. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's hard to, you know, you do see people snap, and it's just because these, these shows are just so, you know, psychologically draining and physically draining and, you know, so that's, that's what I'd say about that. Yeah, so. well, I mean, I, I can see that because, you know, it, Big Brother or Survivor, you they just throw a bunch of people in an environment, and that's it. Like, go for it. Right. And, it's, and, right. and then you're there. You kind of know what you have to do because you've seen it on TV. But at the end of the day, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, guess, um, I, I guess it has to be probably one of the toughest challenges that, you know that these people face uh, in their—I'm not going to say in their lives, but at least at that moment in their life. For sure. Yeah. Uh, it, I think it's—it's uh, it's funny to me when some people ask me. Uh, I bet they really like give them food on the side. Like they really have trailer. You know, like they give them food. I'm like, no, they—they don't get any food. They, <laughs> the food they get is the rice and the beans or any of the stuff that they win. That's it. Like they're not—they're starving out there. Well, that, that's serious stuff, and I, I know that to be it, a fact. It is. It's serious stuff. Yeah, I know that to be a fact because a friend of mine, he trains. Uh, he trained a girl. She was on last season. Uh, her last name is Culpepper, and she mm-hmm. was she was in on Survivor. And I talked to her, and she told me the deal with that. I said, "Yeah, that's serious stuff. Good thing you're in shape because that's 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 torturous." Right. You know. So now you you've been doing this, and you you you've run the gauntlet with reality shows as far as you being involved in Big Brother in two seasons, right? You were on there. I was on yes, I was on season four, which is the X Factor, and then they did an All Star version, which I was on. Okay, well, 
I, I think, and, and I, I think that the season that you were on was probably the highest viewed. But what about the, the I, which I, one? The, the the original one you were on, I believe so. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I, I believe so. I didn't, I didn't know that. And if it, <laughs> and, and if it wasn't, I'm saying it is anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just go with it. Sure. Yeah, well, we're, we're, it we're, we're going with that <laughs> one. Uh, but, but, but what happened? They, uh, when, when that, when that deal was over, um, you did something on E with, uh, some of the, uh, cast members, you got involved. In, I did. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. going back. Um, yeah. I did, uh, a movie. Um, oh my gosh. I can't think of what's called right now. Uh, Oh, the scorned, okay. um, with all reality, all X reality stars. Um, and it was, you know, it was a campy kind of horror that you know obviously I don't think it did great but we had a lot of fun so that was the most important thing for me yeah, but that it, I had fun but all, all, and I could say I was in a movie <laughs> yeah there you go you know but, <laughs> but all that stuff that you that you've done you know that you did back then you know from your from your life experiences teaching Pilates going on Big Brother making that move it kind of it kind of groomed you for what you're doing right now and you're doing some really big things right now I do. I, you know, I've been really blessed and really lucky that I've gotten to work on the biggest shows and some of the best shows. Um, you know, obviously, I've done Survivor, Amazing Race. I've done two seasons of Master Chef. Um, right now, I'm, I'm actually casting a show for Bravo called The Candy Factory, and that's um, Candy Burris from The Housewives of Atlanta. She's the Emmy winner. She, you know, she's worked with Beyonce and Mariah Carey, and uh, she wrote you know, scrubs for TLC. Hmm. She has a show where we're looking for undiscovered talent mm-hmm. and her and her factory of experts are creating a new star. So that's, we're looking for right now. We're looking for undiscovered talent of all ages. Okay. And then that's, so that's and, and the, uh, and Candy's the, uh, the, uh, music, uh, girl on uh, the, the housewives of Atlanta, right? She is. She's the one. She's the Grammy-winning award look, look, musician. Look at, look at me. I'm saying music girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she. I'm sure if she was here, she'd probably slap me. Say, I'm a recording right? artist. She's gonna. She's gonna hit you with her Grammy over yeah, that. Yeah, something. Oh my God. I don't want to get on her bad side. I've, I've seen her in action. Forget about it. <laughs> uh, so, you, so you have the candy factory. You're casting for that, and you're right. You're just and li- if you want to, if anyone out there wants to apply, go to the candyfactorycasting.com. That's where, you know, you can go pre-register, fill out an application, make a video. And, of course, when I say make a video, be brilliant, be yourself, but you times 10 with lots of energy and enthusiasm. Candy really responds to people who are passionate mm-hmm. about music. It doesn't, you don't necessarily have to be the most talented, um, but she really wants someone that wants this bad, like do or die kind of thing. Like we, we're really looking for that, those people. But but she's actually viewing these with you guys. Well, we she, well we look through them first, and then we kind of decide who we think is you know the best of the best because we get thousands of submissions. Right. We can't possibly you know show her all of them. She just doesn't have the time. So we pick the best of the best, and we show her, and then she picks who she thinks is the best person. Uh, so uh, yeah, so she's the one that's that's uh, handpicking what the end result is going to be. Yes, it's oh. actually it's a series, and we're picking sixteen people, and 
each episode, two people are going to compete against each other for uh, a hit single that's going to be released and a music video. So it's kind of a big deal. She's going to write a song, Mm -hmm. and you're going to release a single. So it's really kind of a, a really amazing prize if you're, you know, if you're an aspiring artist. And, and your odds on uh, on that are a lot greater than American Idol. Yeah, you got a 50-50 <laughs> shot. I mean, come on, those are great odds. Yeah, that's no joke because you have you have a, a definitely great shot of of getting uh, getting yourself out there, uh, achieving fame definitely. and uh, yeah. potentially fortune. But but more importantly, you know, working with someone like her. Okay. Exactly. And, and I get, mean, that's a dream. Yeah, that's a dream that, for that, a lot of these people. And and the thing is, I I believe with her that you know when she with something like this with this project, I, I can see her kind of checking her ego at the door and just going in there because she's looking for something in particular and it has nothing to do with, uh, you know, uh, I'm a I'm a, a big music recording artist and I well, write all songs. But I'm just saying she, she's you know? really a humble yeah. star. Mm-hmm. You know, from the brief conversations I've had with her, she's. She's really like the type of of music. She's an artist, right. so she really wants to find a passionate, talented person. And she's really open, and she's really there for these people. You know, she's she's just very compassionate, and mm-hmm. you know, she's been she's. We've all struggled, and I'm you know, I'm sure she can relate to people that have struggled in the industry. It hasn't always been easy for her, so. All right, on that note, we're going to take a little break, and we're going to be back on the UCW Radio Show with Erica Landon. Hey, what's up, y'all? I am your girl, Candy. And I want to start off by saying thank you so much for watching the Candy Factory special on Bravo. Thanks to you. It's back in action, and we are now searching the country for the next aspiring artists who are ready for the opportunity of a lifetime. If you think you're that one who has the passion and the drive to become the next big music superstar, please go to www.candyfactorycasting.com. I can't wait to meet you. 100 days to go before the 2012 Olympics. The major venues like the stadium are built, but there's still plenty more work to do. And Sebastian Coe, chairman of a local organizing committee, says it's a good time to take stock as the countdown that started from the moment of winning the bid for the Games builds to a climax. When you're talking about seven years, six years, five years, four years, but actually when you're really talking about days and we're talking... You know, we're talking, I don't know, 12 Wednesdays or something. I mean, it's, it really is. It's very close. And it's even closer when you consider more than 10,000 athletes from 204 countries will start moving into the Olympic Village two weeks ahead of the ceremony. Security and transportation remain major challenges. Moving millions of extra people around the city on a strained public transport system and already jammed roads won't be easy. Keeping participants and spectators alike safe from terrorist attack has been a priority from day one. But despite all the worries and decisions coming at him thick and fast, Lord Coe says he continues to sleep soundly at night. We will all have to do the best work of our lives. And we will need every minute of every day in order to achieve that. But I'm confident that we will do that. One specific thing he's pleased about is the big demand for Olympic tickets inside Britain and internationally. Karen Sloan, the Associated Press. Sitting in a car.
coffee bar Watching the world go by She lights a cigarette Breathes it in Starts to cry She holds on tightly To her suitcase of memories Then she whispers softly This isn't how my life should be Don't go chasing rainbows Not all that glitters is golden You don't know, you don't know what the future will hold Chasing rainbows She said she'd been around the world a hundred times Seen a lot of things Good and bad, not worth a dime Doesn't matter what you do, what you say This world just keeps on spinning every hour of every day
All right, welcome back to the UCW Radio Show. We're here with Erica Landon, and uh, let's get back to where we left off. Uh, we were uh, talking about uh, the Candy Factory uh, with Candy Barris from uh, the Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah, but she's gonna she's creating that opportunity, opening that door for other people to step right. up and and do something without. Uh, I mean, to have a real opportunity, not just for the show, but a real opportunity right. to do something. I a think real that, opportunity. I think that's fantastic. Right. I like that. That's right. Too yeah. bad it, Too bad I don't sing. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's a little there's a little singer inside of you, Lou. Oh, I don't you know. You and me, we got to talk. I don't know about that. There's, there's actually another show that the company I'm working with is casting, and it's the... Tabitha takes over. Yeah, which you, which you said that you were familiar with. Yeah, I love. Well, her. you know, she was doing salons, but now she's doing all businesses. Ooh. So I'm going to give you another website that you got. That if if there's anybody out there that needs Tabitha's help, and you know Tabitha's amazing, hmm. you can go to Tabitha TabithaCasting.com and submit your business. Any kind of they're looking for all sorts of businesses. So you know, if you're a rolling roller rink or if you're whatever. A bar, a gas station, for all kinds of people, all kinds of businesses. And, and she'll go in there and turn the business upside down to make it successful. She sure will. Oh, I like that. See, I, I like yeah. her. I, I liked her when she was doing the Tabitha takeover uh, deal with the, the, uh, salon, the, the salon. The salon. Yeah, she's right. tough. Well, now she's expanded. Yeah. You know, she's doing all sorts of this. You know, she's her magic touch is reaching all over the place. So. Oh yeah, she's a mover shaker. If you're if you're a business and you need her help, definitely go apply. And now with the business, does it have to be in a particular state or location, or is it national? It's na- it's national. I mean, I know there are certain you know eligibility requirements that need to be met, but you know, obviously, submit your business, and you know, the casting department will walk you through all that. De- you know, all those details. Yeah, well, I mean, if your your business is, uh, needs a turnaround, to have someone like this, even the opportunity of someone like this coming in and, and shaking the tree and making things work, you know, yeah, you got to take it. That's pretty cool. And appar- apparently, you know, all the businesses that she goes to, all the salons, they're, you know, their businesses really do turn around and they start to become successful and flourish. So it's all a very feel-good thing. Yeah, no, for sure, because I think that, you know, someone that has a struggling business, you know, as opposed to paying someone a gazillion dollars to help to bring in a takeover, uh, a turnover, or actually a uh, turnaround artist, okay, you you go on this show and, you know, Tabitha can do it for you. She sure can. Oh, that's sweet. She's magic like that, so. She's the, the magic woman. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> she's coming to take over. Yes. I love it when she says that. She's definitely got Yeah, so, she's, she scares me sometimes when I see that. She's, she's scary, but in a good way. Yeah, no, no. She scared me in general. She said, I'm coming to take over. I said, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the, that's the, funny. The dodge and weave from, from the television. No, sorry. <laughs> I like it, but you're scaring me. But uh, but some of the other things that you've done, uh, Erica, you've done The Bachelor, right? Right. Yeah. I have. Yeah, I've you... done The Bachelor. I was actually sent to London. Um, I found the London Calling Bachelor. It was my 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 bachelor. Actually, it's a funny story because I, it was the last day of me in London, and I couldn't find anyone, and I was in a panic, and I walked into this restaurant where the where I started talking to the owner and he said, Oh, I, you know, 
I know exactly where you need to go. It's two doors down. It's the Tiki Bar, mm-hmm. where the guy that does all the promoting for it, he knows Prince William and Prince Harry, and I'm like, this guy, really? Are you, you know? He's like, no, but I'm going to have to walk you in because it's really exclusive. And I'm like, all right, yeah, well, why not? You could have heard. Hmm. So I walk in, and it's like a, it's, the, the bar is filled with gorgeous, hunky, 25-year-old men. And Prince William happened to be standing five feet away from me. So I, I figured I was in the right place. Right. So I found him there. He was on a date. I interrupted the date because I was a panicked woman. And I, I, I gave him my card. I said, you know, this is what I'm doing. I'm American. I'm casting for The Bachelor. Please call me. And, and I had a camera in my hand. And he said, okay, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll take your card. But please don't take a picture of me right now because I'm on a date. <laughs> so, and I was so, I, I, you know, like I couldn't see anything but, you know, getting him to America. Right. And I, I looked at the date and I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm not really this crazy American woman, but so that, you know, so he became the bachelor and he actually was really good. Uh, I'm sure that's a story that he's going to tell for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> Some crazy American lady. Accosted him in a bar on the date. That's with, pretty with, much his story. With, with, with a camera. <laughs> yeah. So you, you brought the paparazzi to London. <laughs> That's funny. So, That's... That story. It's funny because I actually, you know, I became, everyone knew who I was by the time I left London, but I became like the crazy American lady who's looking for a husband. Like they didn't really know what I was because I was trying to explain myself that I'm looking for the bachelor and they don't have the bachelor in London. So no, and I was a crazy American lady looking for a husband is what I became. And, but, and you were the talk of the town, I'm sure. <laughs> I, you know, I think people were like, just watch out for her. She's a little weird. She brings her camera with her. So oh my yeah, God. That's, that's that story. That's funny. That's funny. And you, you also did the casting. Uh, you did some casting for a millionaire matchmaker as well, right? I did. That was a crazy, difficult show to cast. Uh, I can imagine. That was that was really <laughs> tough. Well, you know, it, it, I, I I did. I can't remember if it was a third season, but you know, it was already to a point where um, she was kind of being mean to people, and to kind of get girls to want to be on the show was more difficult because she was ripping everybody up. I, I so, think I think she was dieting too much. Too much stress. Uh, <laughs> that might have been it. But you know <laughs> how she kind of like rips people apart, and you know. She's a little bit too honest, kind of thing. Yeah, I think when you go when in a situation like that, you know, you can be that type of person. But as the show goes on, you think that you have to even be more that more of that type of person, and that's not good. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I tend to agree with you on that one. Yeah, but that's just my so, opinion. That's just my opinion. <laughs> and you're sticking to it, huh? I'm, I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I have to. I have to. You know, so it got a little crazy on there, huh? Yeah, it was hard. It was a very hard show to cast. Yeah. I'll never be doing that again. No, I, but it was fun. It was a good experience, and I learned a lot. So, but where, where, that's that. Where, where do you get the people from, though? Because you you've done a lot of these shows, and you're, you're behind the scenes, and that that's why right. I, I I'm happy to have you on the show because a lot of people they see what happens after the fact, what happens on right. on Survivor or The right. Bachelor. They don't know what what what's entailed in making that picture happen making that right. beginning and it's not there's it's, lots of it's lots not, of moving easy. parts yeah it's not yeah. easy yeah for sure i mean there's so many ways to find people you know there used to be a time where i would just like look at people at restaurants and 
you know, on the street. But because I think I was on a show, a lot of people come to me, which is kind of nice. So, you know, it, it, it varies. You know, sometimes I'll post something on, you know, casting websites or I'll, I'll call, you know, for instance, this, the, the music show that I'm doing, the Scandi Factory show I'm doing, mm-hmm. it has to do with music, so we call, like, all the music schools, and we try to get them on board, and we have them help us spread the word kind of thing. Yeah, then... So there's also, you know, all different avenues of outreach that, you know, have to be tackled. So you, you're, going, you're going from grassroots to, I guess, you know, mass media if you need to, to get yeah, I mean, there are certain shows, obviously, like Survivor and Amazing Race, that are, that are just so popular that we don't really, there's not a whole lot of outreach that needs to be done because everyone knows those shows so well. Right. But like a new show like The Candy Factory that I'm doing, people don't know what it is, so there has to be a lot of explaining and a lot of selling and, you know, that kind of thing. Right, and then, you know, I mean, the Tabitha, the, the new takeover, you know, show that. I mean, people know who she, they know who she is, but still, you right. have to explain it somewhat so they understand what she's doing. Sure, yeah. sure, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's like a sales job, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you're pitching to get the right people, and you know, and, exactly. And, and you must have yeah. you must have a lot of passion in doing this because it's not an easy job. It's not, I, but I find it's fun. You know, I I come to work like today. I, I work I work for. Um, the casting duo, and we are located within Shine America, which does Biggest Loser and, you know, Office. And um, we had, there was a band that played out in our courtyard today. So it's, it's a really fun atmosphere. Hmm. Um, it's hard, you know, I say, like, I said to someone that came into the office, they're like, wow, this is really fun. And I said, yeah, we play hard, but we work hard. We work hard, but we play hard. What, kind what, of thing. what do so, they think they Google? <laughs> we are. <laughs> We're better than Google. There you no, go. You're, you're, make, you're making magic. No, but you know, <laughs> but, but without you guys, you know, like without a group like you guys, um, viewers, not only in the United States but globally, they wouldn't be able. They wouldn't have the opportunity to to see a show that's brilliantly casted, like you know, Survivor, brilliantly casted. Certain shows are brilliantly casted because otherwise it would be boring. You would be watching. Uh, Jersey Licious or something, which is you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying, but, um, but, right, no, but, right. but seriously, you, you, you kind of put all the right people in the right place to make a product that is market, right. that is marketable. I always say it's like a puzzle. You know, we're trying to put a piece, we're trying to put a puzzle together with all certain different, you know, with all different aspects of personalities and occupations, and you know, that people don't, people think we just kind of like pick you know, random people sometimes. And I'm like, no, there's so much that goes into it. And, you know, we're trying to create a television show. And we're trying to create people, you know, who would get along, who wouldn't get along. There's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, well, you, I mean, you're, you're always going to have that drama when you put right. a, a dozen people together. You'll have some of that, you know. But I, I would think that, you know, you would want to limit it so it doesn't get too ridiculous. Right. You know, but it's a little difficult, <laughs> I would think. <laughs> You know, so. Well, Lou, I gotta jump. I gotta jump off because I gotta go back to work. Well, you're, you're, casting a show. You're gonna go back to work. You're gonna go cast your shows. You're gonna do your thing. I gotta but, go cast. You know, show. but l- l- let's leave uh, our listeners with uh, your website or the uh, the casting. Candy fa- CandyFactoryCasting.com. Is that with an I or a Y? That's K A N D I 
factorycasting.com. And then you have Tabitha's Casting, right? And then Tabitha'sCasting.com. And they they can always go on the the Casting Duo website and find out what you guys have going on, right? They sure can. Okay, perfect, perfect. Erica. Hold Hold on one second. Sure thing. It's castingduo.com. Cast- That's the casting duo. Castingduos.com. So, so you can go on there and you can see all the different shows that we're casting. Okay. And if you think that, you know, you're right for something, then send us your stuff. Well, I mean, they, they're not going to be able to go to anyone better than you guys because you guys oh, know what you're, you're doing. Cute. Yeah, but you know what you're doing. Right. You, you're putting the right people in place, and at the very least, they're going to get a nice lesson in uh, reality TV. You know, so I think that's fantastic. Erica, thank you so much well, for coming on the show. Well, that was to say. It was my pleasure, Lou. Thank, thank you so much for having me. No, for sure. It. And then you know, we'll have you back on another time to get some updates on, 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 what, on what you have going on and stuff, okay? Awesome. Sounds right. great. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. Thanks, Lou. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What is your major So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.